Hey everyone, welcome back to the Double Click Podcast. Today we're going to talk about love. You're laughing. Are you laughing because I said love like a, like a late night radio announcer? Yeah, it's totally the way that you said it. That it's the me. way that I said yeah. it. That's good. That's good. Well, let's clarify, given that Valentine's Day is right around the corner. We thought we'd talk about love, but we're not talking about the uh, the, the the warm, fun side of love. Mm-mm. No, we're talking about tough love. That's right. Those conversations that you have to dive into with somebody where you've got to be honest, and most likely it's going to hurt somebody's feelings. That's real love, Matt. That's, that's real love? That's real love. Not the stuff on a Hallmark card. Not the stuff on a Hallmark the card. The stuff that makes you better. The that's stuff. <laughs> I feel like Justin is pretending to be my spirit animal right now. That's what's <laughs> happening. No, um, but we are for real talking about love in the aspect when we look at how do you have tough and honest conversations yeah. with people. Yeah. And so as we go through this, uh, we just want to kind of define out what tough love is. And there's also some balance here. We need to acknowledge right at the beginning. Um, a few weeks ago, we did a podcast on encouragement, mm-hmm. um, and then we did another one. My brain just blinked out. Where we did the, are you a cheerleader? Oh, what's your encouragement type? It was yeah. the same podcast, yeah. yeah. So we did your encouragement type where we were a cheerleader, fan, or player, um, which is going to kind of play into this a little bit. Yeah. But really what we want to point out before we dive too deeply into the topic is that there is a balance. Yeah. You can't be all encouragement, but you can't be all tough love. But before we go d- deeper into that, Justin, you got the definition of tough love. Yeah, what we landed on um, is tough love is a love that reveals... And we really like that word of, of revealing. And so what does it reveal? It reveals a truth that we need to acknowledge and take action on. Um, and I think it's a love and desire to see someone act, react, and live more like Christ. So again, tough love in the context that we're talking about for this podcast is a love that reveals a truth that we need to acknowledge and take action on that makes us more like Christ. I love that. A love that reveals. Yeah. Because one of the things as we were talking through this, and we, we came across some Bible verses as well, was that that really a positive relationship, like if you have a friendship, even a marriage, relationship with a child, work relationship, whatever it is, any positive relationship is going to push you towards truth. Mm-hmm. It's going to want you, it's going to create in you and mold you and shape you and affect you in a way that spurs you on till finding more truth. Whereas an unhealthy relationship is going to do the exact opposite. It's going to try to blind you or mislead you away or keep covered up truth. And truth is in, in many different levels. We mean that spiritually. We mean that as who you are as a person. We mean that as processing life experiences like that that all plays into effect when you get to a relationship. And one of the things we said really right out of the gate was really when you talk about relationships, that tough love is absolutely necessary if you're going to have depth. Right. If you're going to have depth. Because when I look back at my life and I think about the relationships of the people I'm closest to, the people that that I feel like are my best of best friends, all of those relationships have had a tough love abrasion. Mm-hmm. Repetitively, yeah. Because otherwise, the word that that and this is a word that like makes makes Justin's eye twitch. Otherwise, it's a fake relationship. Yeah, yeah. I don't give me any any of this kind of fake mulling over how's the weather. I want to be in a relationship with someone who's going to show tough love to go. Hey, 
here's here's an aspect of of you that I see um, that I think we that needs to be needs to be changed or it needs to pursue truth. You need to pursue truth in this area. And like you said, Matt, and and you're someone for me. You're you know, there's other people in my life that the best relationships that I have and the deepest relationships that I have are people that care enough about me to not let me stay the same, that right. want to continue to see me grow and to see me change, and not to see me grow and to change into something that you want me to be, but really that when we say truth, we're talking about that capital T, based biblically-based truth that makes us look and act, sound and react, and be more like Jesus Christ. And that's the truth that we're pointing to. And those relationships that have meant the most to me in my life have been those people that have said, hey, let's make a change here, or I see this in you, I need you to know about it because I care about you. Yeah, and when you look at Scripture, there were two verses that came to mind that both speak about truth being really partially the end goal when you're you're thinking through this. And like, if you want to look at the chapter on love, you can go 1 Corinthians. Mm -hmm. Um, And Justin, you have that... Yeah, uh, what we talked about is... um, I put in my notes, when we say tough love, we don't mean permission to be a jerk or to hold grudges, oh, but absolutely. to speak truth and love uh, in the biblical sense that's outlined in 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7, which is, as we all know, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. And I think when I when we read that earlier, the one that stood out to me was rejoices with the truth. Mm-hmm. So whether you're the person receiving tough love or you're the person that's giving it, that's starting the conversation, really that rejoicing with the truth is that is that that resounding, harmonious sound mm-hmm. that that keeps you on task. Because at some point in that, like when anytime you're 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 giving or receiving tough love, anytime somebody's having a hard conversation with me to unveil uh, reveal that honesty there's there's hurt feelings there right there there really are and that's that's something that i think really prohibits a lot of people from giving tough love because as we said earlier normally for the most people they you're missing one way or the other you either abuse the tough love right meaning you only give right feedback which that's my right. miss like my miss is hey because i want so much critique, that's what I give. Well, and I think, too, in our in our flesh, there are moments that we can say, oh, man, so-and-so is such a jerk, and I'm going to show them tough love and tell them how much of a jerk they are, and I can't wait to tell them. And that's verse 6 of this. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. So if we are are rejoicing in the fact that, hey, my brother is doing wrong, I get to tell him off, that's not right either. Right. Like, we, our hearts should be broken to go, oh, man, I just want them to be more like Jesus. I want them to be able to change a behavior, but I'm going to have to be the one to step up and take action to go and have a conversation with them. All right, so let me ask this question. Not in the notes. Can you remember the last time you had to have a hard conversation or someone came to you with a tough conversation? Yeah, I mean, I don't know that this was the last time because, uh, quite frankly, I think, you know, you and I are folks that kind of seek this out right, yeah, regularly, absolutely. daily, yeah. like we need to be growing. Uh, but man, from my past, one story that I can share is in uh, a previous job of mine, um, someone who was my superior 
in in my job, I really we were butting heads. Um, I really, really was just having a hard time uh, connecting, listening to, taking orders from. Just the relationship was broken there. And uh, I had a friend come to me and go, hey, here's a couple of things I notice about you in this situation. Whenever this person even initiates a conversation with you, your defenses are already up. You, you're already <laughs> abrasive from the beginning. And I was like, no, you know, no, no, you're right. And I really wanted to fight that. But because this person drew that out and saw that and, and brought that to light for me and spoke to me in truth and love to go, hey, I love you, brother, but here's the truth. They're not always the jerk. You're actually coming to the table already amped up and, like, yeah. defensive. And that switched things for me. And that actually switched things in the conversations that we had because now instead of me approaching everything on the defensive, mm. it was me just stepping back going, okay, let me see what they're really saying. They're not coming at me to attack me. Maybe they were in some instances. Maybe there was still truth in that, but not in every instance. And so that friend speaking to me going, hey, calm down. Understand that you don't have to be on the defense the whole time. That's that's a moment that was a pivotal growth moment for me, not just in that relationship, but now in every relationship for me to step back and go, what am I doing? How am I approaching every conversation? Yeah, no, and I love that moment because there's that moment in that conversation you mentioned where you said you had to step back. Mm-hmm. And I think when we're talking about that tough love conversation, um, that's that's kind of where you want to get to. Because I don't think in that first conversation, because when I've been the receiver of that, a lot of times I have to process and I have to think through. And so what you're trying to create in a person is that question mark for them to reevaluate. You're not trying to hurt their feelings. Their feelings might right. be hurt. You're not trying to do that. But at the same time, you want them, and this this speaks to really a pride level, <clears throat> which kind of kind of kind of spills into everything. Yeah. You know, are you somebody or is that person someone who is aware that they're broken and they're sinful and they need to continually grow? And so for you, for me, there's a lot of times when like you said, somebody will come in and they'll start talking. And you mentioned that that was what this person was coming to you about, is that you always start defensive. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the things I have to work past when somebody comes to me mm-hmm. and says, and I, I can tell it's that tough love conversation, like, hey, I realized a wrong. Right. All of a sudden, one of your defenses go up and you got to go, okay, calm it, calm it, calm it, calm it, listen, listen, where's the truth, where's the truth, mm-hmm. where's the truth? Mm-hmm. And if they can get me into that contemplative state, because like my example was there was a Sunday morning um, I tired, difficult season of my life, et cetera, and person walks by that I kind of casually knew. They're like, hey, how you doing? Anything I can pray for you with? And it was a Sunday morning. I always struggle to answer that question anyway. Mm. Like like when somebody asks me, hey, what can I pray, pray for you about? Like I, I, we, we could have we, different conversation. <laughs> like how do you answer the question? Anyway. But anyway, I remember just real quick, I was like, yeah, you can just have clarity on where what I'm supposed to do now. Like, Said it, it was kind of probably flat, more aggressive than I meant. And and they look back to me and goes, well, I think that was lost in the garden. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, Haha, you're funny. No, no, no. <laughs> the next morning, Monday morning, they show up at my office at 8.30 a.m. Wow. And they said, so yesterday, I know you didn't mean to, but this is how you came off. What's going on? And so they sat in my office for an hour and a half, and it was one of those, like, they were having a tough conversation with me to let me know, hey, your mood mm. is abrasive. Let's work through this. Yeah. And I think 
in in either situation, whether we're the ones uh, that get the privilege of giving tough love or whether we're the ones that get the privilege of receiving. And I say privilege in both because it is. It should be a privilege in both. Uh, if we look at it from the biblical standpoint in Ephesians four fifteen through 16, uh, that says, Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped when each part is working properly makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. So again, whether we're giving or receiving, if the motive is to point us to Jesus, if the motive is for spiritual and personal growth, growth closer to Christ, uh, it is a privilege and it is a joy and it is something that we need to have our hearts and our ears and our minds attuned to, ready to receive but also on alert for our brothers and sisters that we're doing life with yep. to be able to speak into them. Yeah, and I think something just hit me as you were reading through that. I feel like we spent the last five to ten minutes talking about being the person receiving. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting here processing as you were reading through that. I was like, because that verse is very active towards you yeah. being the giver. Yes. you know. And I think giving the tough love is the much more challenging aspect. Yeah. Because you're the one that has to start the conversation. You're the one that has to cause the friction. And I was even thinking for myself, like, even though I am am very guilty of times of, like, speaking tough love at random because that's how my brain processes and I'll hurt somebody's feeling, feelings. When I know I have a conversation I need to have tomorrow with person X, my processes are very different. Mm. And it's so much more challenging. Because I'm actually, let me ask ask you your opinion on this. Do you think it's easier to receive than give? Uh, in this context, or just in any context, like in the tough love, like like just in you've got you've got to step in and you've got to be a person who's a little bit aggressive language, calling someone out in an area they need to be revealed. In my experience, Matt, I think it is probably tougher. Um, to be the one to give tough love than it is to receive tough love. However, I will say, I think it's probably perception. Uh, mm. While while I'm the one giving, it's like, hey, this person's just got to sit there and, and listen. I've got to prepare. I've got to, and not, mm. and not prepare my argument in a such a way where it's like, I've got to get all my ducks in a row, but it's, I've got to spiritually prepare to make sure my flesh isn't in the way. Yeah. I've got to, I need to be prayerful about, is God really wanting me to address this person I've got to find the right time and the right place to do it. I can't just go in the middle of a staff meeting publicly and just blah, here's, here's some news. Like it's, it is, there's a lot of preparation up front. However, the perception for the person receiving while that, while it might be easier to in that moment, just sit there and listen, then the real work happens. Right. So it's, so there's a little bit of perception, which side you're on that I think it could be, it can be tough either way. But for me personally, I think I probably spend more time pacing, praying, oh my goodness, um, how am I going to share this? That's the tougher aspect for me. Yeah, and I think part of what where I have to go to with this, and this is just in recent years, I have to find the long-term motivation for why I'm doing it, mm-hmm. or I'll bail. Mm-hmm. Because the deal is, is like I have to. I'll, I'll get it down to know it's just me, and, and in some situations, I'll continue to be like ran over. Like if the person's yeah. like stepping on me or whatever, or I'll continue to just like kind of ignore. But I have to realize, like, 
if you're not stepping up and bearing that burden with that person to have that conversation, you're not just doing them an injustice, like you're keeping them hidden from truth. Right. Which is, is, is incredibly harmful. Right. And you're not creating the opportunity. And that's one of the things you have to understand. Sometimes the outcome's beyond you. Actually, all the time the outcome's beyond you, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Another Sorry. podcast. Another Stay podcast. Tuned. That's two, two we've <laughs> listed today. The outcome's beyond you. You just have to be obedient in love. That's right. And so I had to realize very quickly, like, if I'm not creating the opportunity for seeking truth and growing, I'm in some ways putting a hindrance in that person's growth, even when it's abrasive. Yeah. And that's something that, that, I, that I have to get ready for and realize, you know what, if I don't have this conversation then, mm-hmm. basically there's going to be a perpetuated habit or activity that gets deeper and sinks in more or gets darker or more hidden from truth. Yeah. And we need to start uncovering this now. Yeah. And so I have to get kind of revved up for it. Yeah, and you mentioned your, your long-term motivation. And again, I'm gonna, I've said it, and I'm going to say it again. If that's, that's a great, it's a great thing to think about because if your long-term motivation is anything but Christ being glorified, pointing them to spiritual yeah. growth, and even spiritual growth in yourself to be able to go, I need to make sure I'm in a place that I can share this with my brother or my sister yeah. in Christ. Um, if it's anything else other than that, maybe you should be quiet. You know, if it's if it's if it's something that's out mm. of flesh flesh or convenience or hey, I'm going to go share this with Matt uh, because it'll make my life easier. You need to check that before you go and share that quote unquote truth and love because I think a good litmus for all of this is is it spurring us on to be more like Christ? Is it equipping and helping the body to function in the way it should? And if it's not, take a beat, take a pause before you before you go and share that, like you said, Matt, check your long-term motivation, because if it is not yeah. Christ-centered, maybe we shouldn't do it. Right. And I think just adding to that, like one of the things, another podcast we talk about is like, how do you perceive the Holy Spirit? Hmm. Like, how do you know that the Holy Spirit's guiding you in a direction? One of the, the litmus that's always been there outside of like, absolutely, it has to agree with Scripture. Like that has to be there. That's, that's a truth. The Holy Spirit and Scripture never disagree with each other. So just like Justin said, that's it. But it will start to become a burning burden. Mm. And what I mean by that is it'll repeat. Like, how do I know it's not just a passing thought that I had of, oh, hey, maybe I need to address that with them? Is because all of a sudden it will, it will have weight in me that, hey, I need to have this conversation, which then puts you at a place where you're completely relying on God. You know, when it becomes heavy, all of a sudden, like, God, you got to help me do this. Right. And that's something that needs to be there. And so one thing, as we kind of wind down here, one thing I kind of want to challenge everybody with, and then we want to say is this, think through over the next few minutes where you are in your journey. Think of your closest relationships. Think of the people around you and think through when's the last time they either came to you with a tough love conversation or you went to them mm-hmm. with a tough love conversation. Mm-hmm. And I want to clarify, this isn't, this isn't the, um, what we'd call household spats, mm-hmm. right? This, right. Isn't, this isn't you and your spouse or you and a family member or somebody that you're around all the time, a coworker that's like, you know, who, who ate my cheese situation right. or who moved my, moved my cheese. Okay. <laughs> ate my cheese. This. The truth in love is that the yeah. toilet paper roll should roll like over, not under. You no. know, like that, not, that, <laughs> not of... that kind of thing, no. Uh, by by any means, that's not what we're talking about. It doesn't matter which way that rolls. Anyway, but 
when was the last time like you felt like you were had, had dove in enough with somebody to have a hard conversation? Because another aspect of this, as I'm sitting here through processing this, if I'm not having that tension off and on, mm-hmm. that relationship is fading. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That relationship is in a season of somewhat disconnectedness. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, and I think, too, uh, um, just a, a warning here, um, because I think it can be done, but in most cases, correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, <laughs> thinking about discipleship, uh, truth and love, tough love conversations, they're a lot more better. Re- they're better received if you have a relationship, a deep relationship with that person. If you just randomly go up to someone or that you pick someone in your life and go, hey, let me tell you what's wrong here. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think you have to be cautious about who you're choosing to have a tough love conversation with is what I'm getting at. You have to have a foundation of relationship and accountability yes. and, and proximity and building in and pouring into one another. That makes a tough love conversation, in my opinion, easier and probably easier to give that conversation and also easier to receive that conversation. Yeah. If you're someone that I haven't talked to in 10 years and I just come up to you and go, hey, bro, uh, notice this in your life. You probably should get it together. Yeah. You're going to blow me off or flip me off or something, and you're not <laughs> going to um, not gonna hear what I'm trying to say to you. Um, you're you're going to dismiss that. And so, again, my point is that just know when you're trying to have these conversations, it's probably better to to start having these conversations with people that you are closer to. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll say two things on that. One, I think it's a both and, meaning mm-hmm. this. You talked about don't have that conversation with somebody you don't have the depth with, but I also think you don't get the depth that's right. until you start learning those conversations. That's right. That's, what, that's when it becomes, moves from acquaintance to deep yeah. friendship. And, that's, and maybe, and again, you have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit because maybe that's how a deep relationship starts, yeah. is that you're an acquaintance that you need to share tough love with, and, you know, that relationship, that it blossoms right. and grows from there. And I also think that's a great point because that's a, that those are places I've seen and before I've I've gotten in trouble is when, um, people get on their crusade, mm. you know. So yes, you might know this person, you might have a casual kind of kind of relationship with them, but then all of a sudden you feel like, hey, you need to confront them on this. But if you don't have the relational credibility because you're not in the journey with them. Then that that's not a good combo. Like that's that's uh that's 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 that you're the prophet coming to the king that you haven't seen in four years mm. and putting yourself on a pedestal to that's be right. the warrior, right? Yep. So anyway, that's, that's that. Those are all things we just want you to think through, pray through. Our goal and our hope this week um, is that you reevaluate the way you receive tough love. That you're a growing individual, but also you begin to pray through and rely on God to help guide you to help people see truth. Help them be revealed through being able to have tough conversations. Yeah, and just and just real quick, wanted to leave our listeners with for the person that's giving tough love, we kind of boil down there's two steps. Acknowledging, which is acknowledging that there's something that needs to be addressed with this person that you're gonna have to have a conversation, and then action. So taking action by actually having that conversation with them. Yeah. For the person receiving tough love, there's also two steps, which is acceptance which is understanding the truth that's been revealed and shared to you, and then action again by addressing and changing any behavior that you need to change. So again, for the person awesome. giving tough love, acknowledge and action. For the person receiving, acceptance and action. Awesome. Well, thank you for listening. We hope this was beneficial. We hope this continues to help you be 
revealed a truth to. And we will see you next week.